once a one game twos also lose now time to travel night and time to travel day brooms have been packed turnarounds in groups of two some predictions were correct but for more welcome to ball is bay your favorite nba podcast in an indian accent as always i want to remind you to listen to us wherever your other favorite podcasts are hosted as we are now available to listen to on all all the places uh, spotify <laughs> except itunes chat out okay uh, spotify check uh, google podcast check youtube also check uh, that's the most checks of the show for a while <laughs> instagram is not the podcast platform right <laughs> anyway anyway uh, yes uh, coming back from that incredible first round of home games has got to be interesting as hell uh, speaking of hell i've got with me always our co-host resident spurs expert vinith devaya mm-hmm. uh, vinith please say hi hello people that was a hi yes okay okay <laughs> this week this week again yes this week again back from the uh, that nice place of luxembourg so how how's the weather the weather is the best european uh-huh. summers especially like western european summers western central european summers are probably uh-huh. the most beautiful summers that i have witnessed <laughs> it's just it's it's perfect like this the sun is perfect the uh, you know it it's it's uh, it's about 9 pm now and it's like mm-hmm. like a 5 pm type thing so you could like party all night and go out and you know, stuff like that like it's just like pretty cool but i can't afford going out but i like the idea <laughs> that i could go out <laughs> when i have the money it's an enticing opportunity an idea for anyone but i also joined the gym by the way oh Wow, we did not need to know that, but thank you so much. Uh, hey, our audience I, needs I, to know. They need to connect with the hosts. They got to understand the hosts more deeply. Oh, hosts deeply. Well, why, why, are you like trying to uh, lose some weight or like get fit? Is which one is there? I think uh, both of it. Like I, the last time I ever like entered a gym and like worked out uh, was back when I was playing basketball professionally, mm-hmm. and okay. then since then oh. I haven't like really hit the gym. I used to do the gym in uh-huh. Alpanico if you remember I so, do remember yeah. there was was there a gym there mm-hmm. I mean were you in the gym there I I just did like uh, running <laughs> like cardio but walk no, up, walk up to the gym and walk out of the gym yeah. little cardio weightlifts yeah. you used to do No 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 weightlifts I used to do uh, good good <laughs> but now I say like is is there a nice uh, workout culture in Luxembourg Yeah 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 white people like to be in shape oh that's good good good, good. maybe yeah, maybe it'll inspire you also to be in shape and maybe uh, some of our uh, listeners who are not in shape they might also take it up yeah be in shape, nothing yeah. will happen nothing will happen and the earth will just rotate the same way <laughs> Yes, that's 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 probably what is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of things rotating and changing, Luke Walton, new coach of the Sacramento Kings, he's going to be coming to it. India. Uh, he's going to be coming to it. India, though. <laughs> I mean, he has not proved he's a good coach. Like he's he's a shitty player. I just don't get why he gets the opportunity to be a head coach. Like there are so many other assistant coaches that are really good. that have been assistant mm-hmm. coaches for like 20 30 years and they can be tapped but i don't know why they, i think i think the assistant coaches are really happy being assistant coaches because they don't get like they don't get fired that often 
you know like assistant coaches don't get fired that much whereas head coaches keep shuffling so i think for an assistant coach to come out and be a head coach like he or she needs to be like really looking for a change and that's mm-hmm. why the head coaching jobs are kind of just like some of the coaches you're just like why did they get this guy out of college to to coach like grown men you know like billy donovan like i don't get why he's a head coach in the nba <laughs> like i don't understand it yeah you know like he hasn't oh, okay. spent time in the nba like coaching adults and there's a huge difference mm-hmm. between coaching college students and adults yeah i you know adults who make 100 200 million dollars are not going to listen to you you know so it's just a different thing and i think luke walton has no respect like he was a shitty player he was he's kind of like the austin rivers of the 2000s <laughs> Uh, I get to th- saying Austin Rivers is going to be a coach someday. Please. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. His father's going to set him up. <laughs> his dad, dad, his dad's been, his dad is like this, you know, his, he, in, in the, in the African-American culture, you have this, you, you have this thing about like African-American men who try to be white a lot. Uh, you know, like and, an uncle Tom. Yeah. And uh, I think like, Doc Rivers is kind of like that. I think he's married to a white girl. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. But looking at Austin Rivers, it just seems like maybe his wife is white, and he kind of also like tries to be that way. And it's just like you know, he's gonna he's gonna set him up. He's gonna he's gonna figure out a way to make Austin Rivers a coach. <laughs> That's good, good for Austin Rivers because I'm sure the coaches get a lot more money and respect. I mean, then he did as a player. Anyways. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, like all props to Austin Rivers. You know, like he may be a shitty player, but you know he's surviving. He's moved from team to team. Yeah. He's proved that he can mm-hmm. get you buckets. Uh, he does decent defense on because uh, he's slightly larger than most point guards, and he's mm-hmm. got long hands and he moves quickly. So you know he does his he does his role. He does his role well. Good foot for Austin Rivers and all the other role players on the NBA. uh home to the best league in worldwide sports oh my god <laughs> uh, let's let's come back to our main our main a main uh, topic for this uh, <laughs> this session this little podcast uh, I, i mean uh, I, i saw very few of the games so i <laughs> oh you did i i saw prob- i saw most games ah, um you saw most games most games yeah mm-hmm. and uh, let me ask you let's start off with the most important series Oh, the NBA playoffs, the OKC versus uh-huh. Portland, and let's get your uh, because I'm sure those are the two games you have watched, start to finish. The, start. To that finish. is true, and I, I regretted watching those games because uh, in one we just let Ennis Cantor bully us, which should never have happened, and the second one we just let Dame and CJ like do anything and everything, like shoot from anywhere, no hand in their face. It was absolutely pathetic. The only hope I have is now that we are back home, we might get one win, and it's only about like getting that little one. One win, if you get, I I'm very confident they can get the second. If they get the second win again, it's good. But what they played today, I I think this is a very crucial series uh, for for Russell Westbrook, in my opinion. Why? Because he signed. He and Paul George are signed for like long. He, Paul George, and Steve Adams no, are signed I, for I, long. I I I didn't mean like with respect to money. Russ is going to make his money. Paul George is going to make his money. They're like absolutely great. And they're going to stay in OKC. And they're going to stay in OKC also. So I, I mean, don't I don't really think I think it's it, I think it's like growing pains in my opinion because this is just the second year they've been together. 
hmm. right in the first year wasn't really i'll tell you where the where i don't believe it's growing pains it's hmm. not see it's growing pain when you figure out one problem and then you're faced with a different problem and you're like oh i don't know the solution to this problem like okc has been facing the same problem from last year last year at least they had kamil anthony to blame uh this year they don't have anyone else to blame and this i mean most of the team has been together for a while it's just this paul george has been reinstated as the alpha guy on the team and i agree that's a change and it takes time to settle in but if russ does not figure out how to shoot less and impact the game more not only are we going to lose the series which you know uh my initial prediction was 4 to 1 the thunder i don't think that's going to happen no it's possible I mean okay technically it is possible but i i don't think uh, portland has played loose this season this series mm-hmm. at all so anyway i mean i i'm going to say 4-3 to the thunder but uh an accurate prediction would be more like 4-1 to the blazers accurate prediction but uh, I, you know that's so what i was coming back to is this being russell's time to prove because last year he got out hustled by a rookie and this year if he gets out hustled by someone who i have been defending i have been defending ross saying that he is better than damian lillard on like i don't know multiple uh, forums so multiple if, forums if the, multiple forums <laughs> oh and uh, and yeah and uh, if uh, yeah he does not figure out how to correct uh, because bad shooting has always been with him but even in those times he used to know when to you know take that bad shot or when to just go for it or, I mean you can't lose by 20 points to the Blazers who don't have Nurkic with them as in they should not mm-hmm. be dominating you uh, like you know inside the paint and all but yeah so, so do you, so do you think like OKC you know, got the worst of the top 3 players that they had drafted uh, oh you mean out of the 3 that they drafted yeah out of uh, KD and worst is is disrespectful to all three because all three of them are amazing and obviously there will be a worst of them and there will be a best of them but uh, i mean it, it depends it's a career trajectory like right now you would say durant is the better player he obviously is but durant has got the rings because of the little snakishness so where where do you draw the line i i would say yeah okay see got a chances at three all stars three mvps but uh, due to some shit that didn't happen but yeah they better show up or else ross's uh, ross's uh, like he he i don't think he can be a top 10 player he can call himself a top 10 player which i have been calling him this season he can't be a top 10 player next year if he doesn't pull up his socks in this series of course mm. paul george also had to shoot well but ross is the key but do you think like paul george's injury is is is, is a reason for that injury obviously is a reason but that still doesn't mean that they Everyone's injured get, they have to No, I'm. I'm not saying everyone's injured. Paul George might be injured because uh, he keeps uh, wincing and doing all those things when you know he's shooting, and he's a high volume shooter. But if Paul George's shot is not going in, that the solution to that is not Russell Westbrook also putting up 20 shots. Like he has to, he has to do one of those crazily efficient nights. He's due one. Mm. Uh, uh, but okay. what about? Uh, uh, let, let me ask you about the see the Spurs series. I still think it's you know. If he, if he, I think so. Spurs should win it he, because they now got home court advantage. But what I'm going interested yeah. in is, is the uh, Clippers versus Warriors series. 
because that that has been like right. a I, I, listen 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 yeah. listen listen i was listening to i was listening to to bill simmons podcast today mm-hmm. and you know he was talking about how this is the most like beloved clippers franchise like clippers team for like the last 20 years and people love it and you know the 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 warriors are going to you know combust internally and all that stuff and there is some truth mm-hmm. to each of those aspects but I, let's not get carried away this was like the biggest comeback ever yeah right? exactly and uh, let's also not forget that the warriors literally squashed them in game 1 and yeah. and warriors have squashed them throughout the season so i get that this was a blip and we should not overreact because the warriors still have steph curry Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Raymond Green, and Andre Iguodala. And, yeah. you know, even if they sit out KD and say, you know what, KD, you're an asshole. You're, you're like, you're doing bullshit and not really playing, which KD is not, which is very weird. He took like, what, 10 shots in the last game? Uh, he got fouled out in two games, man. Like, yeah. how do you... So it's just really weird. Do I don't know why he's, why he's overreacting to Patrick Beverly. Yeah, uh, and his his you know I mean it's fine I get it like maybe he's trying to distract Patrick Beverly so that Patrick Beverly doesn't get after Steph Curry but oh. if that's their strategy <laughs> then it's not really a very good strategy I think uh, they should try, I think for the Warriors it is very important that they remain focused get mm. you know take care of business and be very efficient in doing it so that they can reserve their energy for you know, whoever comes in the finals of both the Western and... Because they're going to meet Rockets next, right? And mm-hmm. uh, they just need to... They need to conserve their energy and they can't be wasting it on the Clippers. So I think in that aspect, they just need to just pull up their socks and be a little bit more focused. But, but don't, I don't you think see it's any commendable that... Okay, you don't see upset. I mean, but at least... No. Like a championship... No, no, no. I'm not talking about an upset. I'm saying ki, this is a team whose score ingredient has been the same for four years. The winning ingredient has been the same for two years. This is now the third year running. How do you not figure out that, you know, the, the Clippers want to, uh, like, slow the game down, make you not run around easily, make you defend it properly? Then how do you not counterattack that with something? How do you just lose it's, it's because the opponent has really... changed the speed? Yeah, I think it's sometimes it's it's just like mentally sometimes, and it has happened. Like I'm not saying I've been in that position of playing the NBA playoffs, but well, sometimes I've, you're I've kind been of far. But no, I've sometimes been in, in 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 games where you're up like 10, 15 points, and then you just know that the other team is trash, mm. right? And you it it you're just not motivated to like finish the game. Okay. Right, and sometimes you know close games are more motivating than games where you're winning by 30 points and and suddenly the momentum changes and your your shots stop dropping stop dropping which is what happened to the spurs also the spurs had great momentum and suddenly the crowd got behind it and i was watching the game and like the crowd was just booing the refs i don't know if you saw the game but they just were like chanting like uh, the refs suck refs suck like literally the entire third quarter and mm-hmm. because of that, and the refs also did some some took some uh, had some bad calls against the Nuggets, and so to to sort of 
circumvent that the 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 ref started like giving the nuggets like more opportunities in terms oh, of fouls shots and all more calls okay. and oh. that just turned the game right and then suddenly the the spurs shots stopped dropping and and the same thing i think happened with the the clippers team too is this the shots just didn't fall and they didn't feel like they felt like they're just going to win it because it's the clippers who the f- like i'm just my shot is going to come and you know we're just going to win it and mm-hmm. uh, you know it's just i think they should have just been a little bit more focused in closing out the game yeah rather than just ex- hoping that it would just happen like it was just time would they can't yeah yeah time was just going to like you know go by yeah. and like they would not come back from from a 31 point deficit like that that was the mentality i think and rather than we need to like make this a 50 point game you know mm-hmm. got it but okay. i don't but see you upset. you don't see that now okay <laughs> that's what we want to know at the ball is day podcast is there an upset in the working uh again houston is again houston utah is i'm, I'm sure another series that you have been disappointed by because i'm sure Very you expected little more yeah I mean, yeah i expected i expected the jazz to be not let like you know harden score at will i mean i just i felt like they're a very good defensive team they have won since uh, i think uh, the first after the first 25 games when they really started kind of clicking they have won i think the highest number of games or something like that you know the jazz um, okay so i was very i think they won i think their record after uh, 30 games is 30 uh, sorry 31 31 11 or something like that hmm something like that so, like it's it's crazy they 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 have been percentage is very high yeah very very good record so i was just hmm. just disappointed that uh, you know they they were not able to to stop james harden at least in one of those two games um but i still believe that you know at home they're going to they're going to play good defense uh put a stop to james harden and get some shots going in uh, cuz both the games kind of just they just did had they had no fight like they mm-hmm. wasn't you know they weren't breaking the runs they didn't they didn't have runs of their own uh, shots were not falling it was just it just was like a very bad performance yeah i mean we expected them to at least keep it close even though i didn't expect utah to do anything to disturb the water, uh, rockets i mean rockets are their, their scoring is just too good right now and you not been able to stop hard uh what what about mm. the little shimmy that he did today when he threw off rubio oh, he did a little shimmy uh, i think that was absolutely embarrassing man like you if you do the you do all this not thinking you better not that shot down otherwise but it's okay i mean i think you could have shot it it would have been like one of those epic I was yeah, exactly. Like over. he missed the chance. Yeah, he I missed the chance yeah, to yeah. do that. Yeah. So it's okay. I mean, I think I would, I would, I would have taken that risk too. <laughs> it's worth I, the, I, I think, I, th- I think he can do it. Like if they play two more games, he can do it to Rubio every single time. Let's, like Rubio is not, uh, not going to be able to stand in front of Harden. So no one can stand in front of James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can do. It just that. become this lethal like scoring machine, man. It's crazy. Yeah. absolutely without doubt uh, but uh, what about yes uh, let's go on the eastern side little bit mm. yeah milwaukee toronto philadelphia boston uh, i think toronto oh, and philadelphia are the only ones who've lost that game 
I, yeah. I didn't expect Milwaukee to lose and after Ray Griffin is gone. Yeah, after now, I, I mean, in, I remember our prediction was, like your uh, prediction was sweep and my prediction sweep. was 4-1, giving one uh, to Blake because Griffin. Because of but break. No grip, yes, yeah, yes. So I would say yeah. it's a sweep. Uh, uh, speaking of injuries, very, yeah. uh, really sad end to DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, season. I don't know why people give a mm-hmm. shit about him. Cool. Yeah, Bro, do you like, think he can come back now? I don't care. Let's move on. There are better players. <laughs> better players at the market. Man, come on. I mean, it was. I mean, but like, let's, I, let's... I'm just scared that he won't be able to come back. As in, it's a quad injury he's now. He's made his money. You know, uh, he should learn how to save his money now. That's the important part. Yeah. You'll always be a bouncer somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I think like... like a seven-foot bouncer. I don't know why people care about DeMarcus Cousins so much. He has shown no results. He's never made the playoffs. He was paired with Anthony Davis. Still didn't make the playoffs. Like, he made the playoffs, but, like, he got injured. The guy is not taking care of his health. He's, you know, he's... I don't know. you got to hit the weight. Gyms. Gym. Strengthen your quads a little bit. Like, that's... Listen, he's he's a very good basketball player, not because he has good skill set, but because he's a seven foot monster. Mm, who can move? Right? So, yeah, and who can move? So, and shoot. So take care of the goddamn body. You know that's what I say. I mean, if Boban can keep playing, then so can you. Speaking of Boban, they should give Boban more chances. <laughs> they should. They try to. Right? I mean, I think that Brooklyn game, he played a lot of minutes. He gave yeah. it to them. He gave it ah, to them. But... But yeah, I mean, again, again, there also I don't see an upset hanging. I mean, they might win one more game, but uh, Philadelphia should move through easily. Yeah, yeah. Like it's one all, but even even the Toronto Toronto game, uh, whatever happened in game one, probably an aberration. But uh, Kawhi Leonard, yeah. at least in my opinion, has to score more oh than thirty points for them to win. Man, Kawhi Leonard destroyed them. Destroyed them. I was watching that game. He just he just in the third quarter he just said, you know what, bitches. I'm done. <laughs> we got to wrap this game yeah. up. Let, he, let me show you he, how it's I think done. he scored like 17 or 20 points like at a stretch. Mm-hmm. I think something like that. Just He just like, he killed them. He just killed, uh, oh my God, Kawhalan is so good, man. He's, I mean, I hate to see him play not in the Spurs, really. I hope he changes his mind and goes back to the Spurs. He's such a he's such a good player. His defense is excellent. His uh, he he takes extremely like good shots, no stupid shots, very high percentage shots and very very. Good. All right, all right, uh, please let me stop you from foaming at your mouth. Let me just <clears throat> put an end to that right now. Uh, Toronto and Boston. Boston again. I I think Boston has now uh, come back. Like, they're getting it. Not, not really come back because this is a really weak Indiana defense, Indiana team. But I think Boston has been at least solid in making sure that, you know, <clears throat> like they don't, if they've got a nice lead, they keep it and there's no issues with. Uh, well, I mean, the Indiana Pacers and Boston that. team, Boston game, the Indiana Pacers had a 19 point lead. In the had a 19 point lead. Uh-huh. Something like that, yeah. Oh, fancy. Again, so, I, I think I think yeah. So Kyrie and uh, Tatum did the scoring in that third yeah, quarter. They, I think they, they got them really back. Took it in the third quarter. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, there, there's no prediction change in this one either. I think it's still going to be a four-game sweep by the Boston Celtics. Mm. I agree. Mm. 
not like if it's four one, we're gonna lose anything though. <laughs> no, nothing. But I, I think in the this playoffs uh, has been much more interesting than the past three four seasons. I would say. Because mm-hmm. uh, one is that the East is a little bit more competitive. You know, a little bit more competitive, and the little East bit, semifinals yeah. is going to be crazy. Because oh, I, yeah. I can't That's predict who's going to come out of the semifinals. Really, it's just mm-hmm. Boston, Milwaukee. I don't know. Uh, Raptors and and Sixers. I really don't know. Like it's just, you know, it's never been like that before. Because uh-huh. you always knew LeBron was going to come out. Exactly. Like you knew that you know LeBron was going <laughs> to was going to take <laughs> take it. Uh, and so it's just it's it's interesting that uh, this is there. And I think also the uh, the Western semifinals is also going to be interesting because the Ro- Rockets and the Warriors are going to <clears throat> meet. And I think uh, the Rockets are ready. The Rockets know who they are. Um, yeah. And uh, that sometimes is very important in like tough games where you like, you know, even today you you don't know who the best player on the Golden State Warriors is. So in crunch time, who takes the shot? Like how, where does the ball reach? Who should you like screen to keep, get open? All these questions still linger for the Golden State Warriors. The good part is the three people that can take the shot are amazing. So it's not like, you know, one is weaker than the other. Um, but no, I think it's... now James Harden has established himself as the, the the man. You know, I think Chris Paul, there was a kind of a little bit of a, you know, who's going to take the last shot kind of thing between Chris Paul and James Harden last year also. Uh, I think that's kind of... But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't elevated. think that exists now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, for this episode of the Ball is Babe podcast. Uh, we've uh, discussed about our predictions, updated predictions for this season and what we think about some of the matchups, which we feel are crucial. Uh, we wish Luke Walton best of luck in his uh, journey ahead as a NBA coach and we wish Blake Griffin and Demarcus Gazzis, uh, like a healthy recovery back. Um, that's all yes. for us. Uh, please catch us next time for the next round of the playoffs. I think that will be b- towards the starting of the next round. Yeah, I think we'll have a more clear idea of who's going Definitely. All right, then we need to say bye. 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 bye.